following podcast is a production of The Network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. What's going on, everybody? I'm The Nightmare. And I'm Rotten Jack. And this This is Common Common Debauchery. Common Debauchery may contain mature subject matter and is intended for adult audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 103 of Common Debauchery. I am the Nightmare. Joining me live and in living color for what feels like the first time since really forever. Really? I think since we did our live episode. Yeah, it is. Uh, it has been quite a minute. Um, well, this time of year, your schedule gets all kinds of fucking wonky. So It sure does, doesn't it? Like there's times where we're recording it, you know, 10, 11, 12 at night over zoom just to get something done right this time of year and that is that is really the uh you know the the piece of that puzzle there but um so we're here we're doing it where it's good to see you yeah i mean really the most i've seen you over the last three months it feels like has been like the royal rumble the raw after the rumble and a couple football games yeah that's really about it yeah yeah been uh, been a wild time wild time here for the nightmare but we are here we're doing it and what are we doing today what are we talking about i want to nerd out well, this this one feels like it fits because the more I thought about it after you said it, the more I realize how much you've been nerding out. Yeah. I mean, and I, I already know what your nerd obsession is. Oh, yeah. So we'll start there, right? No, so we, no, no. We'll, we'll start with you. Okay. So so uh, what we're basically talking about is, like, what's your nerdy fixation at the moment? Like, what what's the one thing that you're, like, uber into that, like, is almost all consuming of your time that all you when you're not doing it all you're thinking about is doing that so i don't know that mine goes that far because my forever nerdy obsession is baseball mm-hmm. and like it just it occupies a lot of my mind right now but my my non-athletic obsession currently like my i'm alone i'm not doing anything like there's nobody around alley cats and alley cats asleep and what am I doing? I'm probably watching anime. Like as nerdy and as weird as that sounds. And like we've talked about, like I like, you know, but yeah. I've I've gone from like taking in your Dragon Ball Super and stuff like that to I mean going full tilt, like getting into uh Demon Slayer and um oh, what's the other one? My hero academia. Which oh, you're is, getting down in there. Oh, huh? I'm, I'm, I'm. You know, I got the shovel out. Yeah, I'm not quite like Naruto yet. I'm not there. I don't no. know if I'll get there. Uh, I, I also have a very specific flavor of anime that I like, and it's a lot of the like martial art based, combat based. Sure, yeah. Like, um, there's a couple other weird ones, and there's some like very awkward things about anime that we can talk about a little bit that I'm not a huge fan of. Um, there is some very awkward animes out there. Like, I've never been really into anime. The furthest I've ever kind of dipped my toe into that is like Pokemon, and that's not even really considered anime. Well, so, but that's that's literally as far into anime as I've ever really dipped my toe. It's we don't consider it anime because it was pitched to us as a normal cartoon, but Pokemon, Digimon, Yu-Gi-Oh, like those are those are animes, right? Like they're they're based basically my understanding, and I'm not I'm not going to waste my time of pulling up a an actual description, an actual description or a definition, but like my my I like what I what I what I view this as is basically a a cartoon of a specific animation type, generally based in the Eastern nations. Asian nations, whatever you want to call them. Yeah, I would definitely kind of classify anime as like any kind of like animated cartoon that comes out of like Japan, China, like anything like that. Like that side of the world, like to me, that's anime. Well, and what a lot of them are based on are comic books. Mm-hmm. So, like, and, the, and you know, comic books that are they're referred to as, I believe it's manga, Ma- manga, 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 manga you know, yeah. however the however the fuck you say it. Yeah, but yeah, that that's really. You know how how that boils into, and you know, and then you get the arguments that people have about like the Marvel movies and stuff like that, and the and the you know just the comic book media yeah. in in today's day and age of like how how true it is to source material and all that other crap. And it's like one, I don't care. 
Because yeah. <laughs> I don't, I if haven't. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. Well, and like, how many people have really read like, every really single read... goddamn comic? Yeah. yeah, and this is the same thing. So, like, I I know, and I can I can speak to a little bit just of knowledge from the internet that like Dragon Ball Z, there's more than what's out right now, mm-hmm. at least in the U.S. I don't know, and they, you know, in the in the the originals with you know with English subtitles are out for a lot of them. Uh, and then the dubbed versions, I can't do subtitles. No, neither can I. Like, like even when I was watching uh, Squid Games, people are like, "Oh, you got to watch it in Korean with the subtitles because you lose a lot of the context of like what they're saying when you listen to like the English dub." I'm like, I don't give a shit. I can't listen to a foreign language. I don't want to read what I'm watching. And the thing for me is, I don't read fast enough. Now, I exactly. I feel like I read fairly quickly. I have nothing on Alley Cat. It's disgusting how fast she reads. And it's just it, like when I'm watching something with subtitles, it's like I can either watch what's on the screen or read the subtitles. I can't do correct. Both. Correct. Because like and uh, oh, you lose a lot of context. That just means you had shitty du- like shitty dub like voice actors. Right. Because I should be able to get things from the inflection and like um there were there are like a few other shows that came out that you know were in another language that didn't ever have an English dub, right? And I'm out. I don't right. want to. I mean, I don't even like when things are in English and their subtitles because it distracts me from watching. Like, yeah. And I know, um, you know, like my future in-laws, they watch TV with subtitles a lot, and you know, like um, Hamilton is one of my favorite things ever produced. <laughs> like, as as weird as that sounds, and for it to be a musical, um, I wanted to shoot myself watching it. Oh, I loved it. It was so good. I'm not going to ask you why, because... I just I don't know. I just didn't like it. Like, don't get me wrong. I love musicals, but for some reason, just that one in particular, I was like, this is kind of boring. Oh, I love it. Really, I don't like it. I love... The music was fantastic. Um, everything about it, I thought, was, was fucking wonderful. But, like, we watched it here at the house, and then we went and, like, we were watching it with her, with her parents, with, with my in-laws, and... They had subtitles on, and they're like, "Oh my god!" Like we watched it with subtitles. Like the first time we didn't, but we watched it again with subtitles, and you miss a lot. Like there's things you don't hear mm-hmm. because you know, how quick they're talking, you know the, the the speed of the of the rap and everything. You you just don't catch it all. And there's things that like I'm like right, but I I want to watch it. I don't want to read it. If I wanted to read right. it, I would just read the screenplay. Right, exactly. And I'm the same way with anime. Like, I want to watch, like, the artistic, like, and and that's one of the things that I like about it is, like, the different artistic styling behind it that you don't see in U.S. mediums. No, not at all. Like, there is something we said about, like, the the art of the, of anime, just in general, whether it be, like, the, the comics or the mangas, just the way that they draw stuff is fantastic. Like, it looks really good. Yeah. And it's, it's cool because, like, as as unrealistic as some of it is, like a five minute a five minute scream, like a scream that lasts for five minutes of somebody like harnessing their inner power that they didn't know they had before, and then mm-hmm. powering up and leveling up, and the like all of that is just insane to me, you know. Like, and it's oh, I, I reached this level that I didn't know I could reach because of the training I did. And it's like, yeah, okay, but then how come you couldn't access it until you were on the verge of death, and Somebody pissed you off, yeah, or like the uh, somebody you cared about, like was on the verge of dying. Like, I have questions. So, like that—that's part of it for me. Is like I—I I get the comical, like the the comedy behind it. I, sure. I get—I get the ridiculousness of it that some people are really not a big fan of stuff like that. But I mean, at the end of the day, I sit here and I watch this stuff, and just some of the stories, some of the lore, like a lot of it comes from you know different actual ancient lores and lores stuff like and mythologies, that. mythologies, yeah. You know, there's different ones that, like, there's, they're based in, you know, there's devils and demons and stuff. There's, um, one of, one of my favorite ones that actually I dove into hard was, it's called the Seven Deadly Sins. Mm-hmm. And basically it's, there are humans. It, it, it's basically like a, a tale from before the human world was separated from the mystical world, essentially. So there were, it, it is kind of set in like medieval times. Okay. And basically what it is, is like there's demons, there's angels, 
they're locked in a holy war and basically earth is caught in the middle of it. And there's, you know, there's fairies, there's pixies, there's all kinds of other, you know, there's animal people. Like it's just, it's a world that was like that. And basically, you know, there's, there's holy knights that basically like the Knights Templar sure. stuff like that, or like different factions of it, but they all have different like powers based on, you know, who they are, their lineage, like who they learned from, stuff like that. And it could be, you know, wind, earth, lightning, like there's giants, there's trolls, like, and, you know, basically there's other whole, like there's other beings that have, un- that are like at another level. And they're the, like, they were the like highest ranked holy knights ever. They were the seven deadly sins. And like, they were basically, like one is the the fairy king, one is like the son of the demon king, one is like a human who was bestowed the um like the seven the the seven deadly sin of pride, where basically like he his power rises and falls with the sun. So at night he's this scrawny little nerd with glasses. <laughs> and as soon as the sun breaks, like he's this big hulking, like seven foot nine built like brawn fucking strowman and he carries he carries an axe that most people look at like hilt kind of short for a two-handed axe and he wields this thing one-handed like it's a fucking tomahawk and like normal people can't lift it and he's just as the sun gets higher for like the minute that the sun is at like dead noon his power is called the one where he's basically invincible but it only lasts for a minute (laughs) and then his power like gradually get weaker gets weaker as the sun goes down yeah type thing like it's just really cool that like different applications of that and like the seven deadly sins are the good guys the ten commandments are the bad guys and like See, each... i like when they do like stuff like that yeah. where they flip stuff because like they even did it with like uh the tv show supernatural right where they were like you know the angels in that show that they were dealing with were dicks and then That's, some of like the demons and the devils were some of the best characters that they dealt with the most and like made deals with and like helped them out and stuff. And it's I always find it interesting when they kind of flip flop that. That's probably like one that. of my favorite tropes is the idea of something that is either good, godly, holy. You know, kind of taking a shot at the let's be honest, at, 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 like the the Christian faith mm. basically of. And none of these things ever really touch on the concept of God. No. Just like they go just below, like just below him. Like the the highest rank of angel is usually like one of the most powerful, you know, beings in the universe. And then like, then they go straight to the devil. They go straight to Satan, little Lucifer, Beelzebub, whoever the fuck you want to talk about. And I love that they go like that dude's evil because he's evil, right? Like the whoever the big bad demon devil guy is, mm-hmm. is evil just because that's just who he is. And then amongst his ranks, there are people who are good. There are people who have evil powers that they use for good. There's people who are evil, but like anti-hero evil. Yeah. And then you go up the other rank and it's like, you know, the lower ranking ones, the people that interact with, you know, humans regularly are like good guys and like they're they're fighting the righteous fight. And then you realize the people at the top are like so far righteous, they've gone to the side of evil. Yeah. Just on the other end of the spectrum of evil. Like that I'm going to do everything that guy will do, but instead of him, instead of me being like, I'm a dick and I'm evil. They're like, I am so good and righteous that my dickiness and evil is for the greater good. Yeah. Looking at you, government, <laughs> like that's really what it is. Like it's and it's. I love it. It's one of my favorite tropes in anything, really, any form of media. I'm gonna destroy this entire city, and they're gonna thank me for it. <laughs> right. Like I'm gonna send a fully armed battalion to remind you of my love. <laughs> like I love you so much, I'm going to kill your family. Right, like, which again, one of the funniest parts of Hamilton was was King George. I did enjoy those few bits of King George. Yeah, when I did watch it, those were those and, were pretty good. And I'll kill your friends and family to remind you of my love. <laughs> like, but that, that that is that is that overtly righteous to the point of being evil. Yeah, type thing. And I, it, the seven deadly sins are very much very blatantly in the middle of that. Yeah. Speaking of Hamilton and King George, uh, did you hear they're bringing Mindhunter back? Yes. For they're finally going to do the third season. Thank God. Right? They left it on such a like shitty fucking like ending. Like, yeah. Like they definitely had plans to make season three, and then 
they were like, you know what? Nah, we're, just, we're the, done. The stupid part was like Netflix basically came out and was like, it's too expensive to do this. And then, like, have you seen half the crap they pump out? Right. Come like, on. Some of those Netflix shows, I'm like, really? Like, Mindhunter is a great fucking show. You're not going to finance that one, but you're going to do this piece of shit? Yeah, like, the amount of reality love shows that are, like, not not just, like, Netflix airs them or has the rights to air no, them. Netflix produced. Like, they are Netflix produced trash ass. And uh, Alley Cat, I apologize. Like, she, she that, that that's her nerdy obsession currently. Like, when I'm not home, like, I'll come home and she's watching, like, too hot to handle or whatever the fuck they're called. Love is blind. Yeah. My favorite one was basically and I I guilty guilty as charged. I watched like three episodes with her the one day when I got home. But it was basically uh a like 10 guys and 10 girls. They were all like incredibly incredibly attractive allegedly. Um which some of that was very based on your taste. But Sure. They uh they basically looked at it and like they thought they were coming to like a hookup island type thing for a game show, like hosted by Mario Lopez. And it turned out it was like you have a like there's a, a grand prize at the end of like a hundred thousand dollars, and throughout the show, people will either be kicked out of off, like out of the um like out of the house and off the show. Or if you do things like hook up, kiss, whatever, like grope, even just like a passing like ass grab, like it costs money from that to- grand total. And then at the end of the show, they either pick a couple or the money get, like to, that gets the everything or the like the people like whoever's left on the show split what's left of the money. Mm-hmm. But the entire point of the show is to make them like create deeper connections and stuff like that and not just like be party hookup slut bags basically. And I'm like, I can't believe I'm getting vested in this and I've never watched it since. So I couldn't have invested that hard. But in the moment I was like, I'm in fuck it. Right. But yeah, I, uh, I do like, I do like reality, like game shows that have a twist like that. And it, like that was, I think that's where they caught me was like, I, she was, she had just started it. So they were showing like these, like these, people like hooking up on the beach and the one guy's like oh yeah like jen is super hot and she's really the one i want to go after but like then i find myself on the beach with you know marie and here's me and marie like basically dry humping on the beach and like but i'm still gonna totally try to get after jen right and like like what the hell and then like everyone's doing every single person there's like one random dude that's like odd man out that's like i'm just gonna hang it out bruh you know and then they have the bomb dropped on them. Like they think they're go like they're dressed in like jumpsuits and stuff, and they're going to an airfield, and they think they're going like skydiving or some shit. And all of a sudden, like Mario Lopez comes out, and he's like, "Actually, guys, I'm not even part of the show, but uh, your new host is coming in the uh, coming in here, and I'll uh, I'm gonna catch my flight to something else I got to do in L.A. I'll see you guys later." And like gets out and leaves. <laughs> and then it's like this Siri device, like that, like it's like a cone that pops out of the roof of this Escalade, and it's like like this very robot voice, like. Congratulations! You have all been selected for the game show of Too Hot to Handle, and I'm like, oh my god, and it was brutal. But like, every time somebody got caught doing something, I was like, you have just cost the team five thousand dollars from the jackpot, and they're like, god damn it, stop fucking around! Like, <laughs> and I didn't see how it ended. I don't really care, but uh, shout out to Alley Cat with her current nerdy. <laughs> nerdy obsession. I might check that show out just for the just for the pure entertainment of like the it, premise of the show. It really was fairly entertaining. Like at least the first episode or two that I caught was was pretty good. But yeah. better than Survivor twenty nine. Yeah, like dude, Survivor was good for like the first maybe like ten seasons. I mean, if that like the season one was cool because like you thought like the premise was awesome. Yeah, you know, and like you like suspension of disbelief of like. Well, here's these people out in the middle of nowhere surviving, right? And they're, like, living in huts and, you know, barely showering and sopping themselves off in the ocean. And then you realize, like, that's not how that's going on. Like, and there's a whole whole camera crew and stuff and voting people off the island and stuff like that. But, like, I never got into it. It was never really my my jam. It is what it is. I watched the first few seasons, like, maybe the first, like, three or four seasons because, like, honestly, it was pretty good. And then, like, then they started adding in, like, stupid gimmicks to the show and, like, oh, you can get 
like banished to like the ghost island or something like that. And like, while you're there, you're there for 24 hours. And like, there's a secret hidden immunity idol there that you can try to search for and find. Right. And if you find it, like, don't tell anyone because and I'm just like, this is, all right, this is fucking, this is getting too much. And yeah. now they're on like survivor, like 84. Yeah. It's just, it's too much like survivor. And now, like now that's what I call music yeah. should not be on the same number. No. I'm just saying. No. <laughs> and I think Survivor might be higher, which is sad. Yeah. Considering yeah. We, we were alive for Now One. Or it was just called Now That's What I Call Music. Yeah. Or Now That's What I Call Music. I remember I had one of those Now CDs that had like, uh, what was the big song? Oh, uh, Kid Rock's uh, Bow to Bow to Bang to Bang Chiggy Chiggy. Do not disgrace the good name of Kid Rock. And that song by Miss Dispronunciating Ba with the Ba to Dang to Dang Diggy Diggy Diggy. So Whatever. Set up Jump the Boogie. Whatever. That was like the song. That was one of the songs <laughs> that was on it. So I don't remember which now it was, but. Uh, that sounds like now three. Might have been. <laughs> Could have been. I don't hey, remember. We uh, we actually had that idea to do a, a Spotify playlist. Yeah. A common debauchery. Like now that's what I call common debauchery. We We're should, we should do that. that. Yeah. yeah. We got to do that. Uh, that that sounds like a fun one that we can get the uh, get the alley cat involved with. We're gonna too. have some weird fucking songs. Oh god, there. yeah, that'll be awesome though. Like where we can go and like share it to the people. Yeah, like go tune into our playlist and find out how fucking weird our taste in music is. Yeah, I'm in. Um, but yeah, dialing back to our our nerddoms that we're in the middle of. Uh, I am I'm catching up on My Hero Academia season six. Um, whole concept is basically it's. Basically, the Japanese anime of the show Heroes, where people suddenly start getting oh, okay. born with like with powers. They call them quirks, um, and then because people started going like crazy and haywire with it, like the government was basically like, "Okay, we need to control this a little bit." And like, if you were born with a quirk, you basically have the option of either just not using your quirk and going about everyday life like a normal person, or you can hope to get into like a hero school where you get taught to be a hero. Sure. And then you have to be licensed to be a pro hero to oh, like okay. actually get involved and like That's try to like save the entire things. premise of the show in general. Basically, yeah. It's actually a pretty cool premise. Like yeah. maybe I might actually check that one out then. And then like <laughs> it's super corny at times cuz like the 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 main good guy, his name is All Might and he's this big hulking like blonde dude that basically his catchline is I am here. And he's he's the number one hero. Like they rank the heroes in Japan. <laughs> he is the number one hero. He's basically indestructible. He's Superman. He's white bread, boring ass. Like, and then the more you read, like, find out about him and stuff, like he's absolutely fascinating. His power is fascinating. The main he's not the main character. The main mm-hmm. character is really really cool. It's this nerdy little kid who wants so badly to be All Might, and he was born without a quirk. Despite the fact that everyone in his family had a quirk prior to him. Oh, no. So, like, and, but he was born with that, like, weird, I need to help people gene. Sure, yeah. So, like, he ends up getting picked for stuff because he runs in against a villain. Because basically, if you don't, if you want to use your quirk and you don't want to be a pro, you become a villain because the world looks down on you for using your quirk. Or you just, like, oh, my quirk made me ugly and the world hates me because of it. Or... Like, I burned my skin, and now I'm hideous, or whatever it may Or I was let down by the heroes, so I want to prove that they're not who they say they are type thing. And so, like, this kid runs in to try to save a hero who's in trouble against something with powers when he himself doesn't. And it inspires, like, other heroes who are like, shit, like, I, if he can't do this, I can't. Wait, why is this little weird nerd with no powers running in? Shit, who am I? Like, and he inspires people to basically stand up. And there's a lot more to it than that, but it was really, really good. And of course, with there being All Might, who is a you know the big, big yeah. good guy, whose power is known as, I believe it's one for all. Okay. And that like there's the equal and opposite bad guy, all for one. <laughs> <laughs> and like the the whole story is really cool. Like there's a lot of like cheesy, shitty filler fillers because it's anime, and that's what they right. do sometimes. But like. It's really, really good, and like it's, it's like heart wrenching at times. Like yeah. you get vested in these characters. Like there's a couple, like uh, the one dude's name is Lamillion because like that's his superhero name is the Million because he wants to save a million people. Like that's his goal. Like, and he's just this corny, cheesy, like what you'd expect, almost like 
like what you'd expect Superman to be when someone's mocking Superman. Oh God! Like, and that there's a lot of that in this. So, like, All Might and his like, I am here, and like, and all that shit. It's like mocking that like Superman persona, right. and Lemillion kind of really has that too. And then like, you like, there's something that happens, and you're like, I I really liked him because they give you depth to the character beyond that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that that's one of my big ones right now. Demon Slayer is okay. Uh, I like it, but it's I liked the first season. Have you ever watched One Piece? No, I apparently One Piece is huge. Yes, I've One Piece and Naruto are basically like kind of one and the same for me. Where not the type of genre it, of anime you really care and like for. Naruto should be. Yeah, because like Naruto is based in like ninjutsu and shit like well, that. You, and like you like you love Last Airbender, right? Yes. But it's just one of those things for me that I'm just like, I don't know. One Piece looks very chintzy, cheesy, like, which, so, like, I've watched pieces of One of uh, One Punch Man, mm-hmm. which One Punch Man, the whole premise is that this dude wanted to be a hero for fun. Like, doesn't care about saving people, just wanted to be a hero for fun. Yeah. Like, because he thought it looked cool. And he trained so hard that he goes to a hero school and shatters every record. But he's dumber than a bag of hammers. <laughs> like, he's like, they're like, oh, how did you get so strong? And he's like, I ran, you know, 10 miles a day as fast as I could. And I did a thousand pushups every day and a thousand sit-ups every day and a thousand squats and a thousand jumping jacks. Like, that's how I started. I ate nothing but protein and like, and everything. And people are like, okay, smart ass. But really though, and his whole thing is he literally beats everyone he ever faces with one punch. Because he's just so goddamn strong. But, like, they don't, like, the like the world doesn't want to recognize him for how strong he is. Because he didn't go through the proper channels and earn his way. Sure. So, like, one of the other main characters is, like, this cybernetic, like, built by science. That, who loses almost every fight he's in despite being OP as fuck. And then here comes, here comes One Punch Man who's just like, you know, the, the, the villain's like, you know, blast of a thousand exploding suns. And he's like, one normal punch. And all that's left of the villain are his boots. <laughs> like, it just, like with, with bones sticking out. Like, he kills people. It's fucking hilarious. But, like, there's a very chintzy side of the anime and, like, the artwork that, like, One Piece is pretty much solely based around. And I just, that part, I, yeah. I just can't. Gotcha. I might give it a shot down the road, but I'm not there yet. Yeah, you got to burn through everything else. You're like, what the hell else is left to watch? Oh, the shit that I didn't want to watch before? All right. Well, and then, like, there's like there's an X-Men anime that came out for a while. There's, like, Mortal Kombat stuff. There's mm-hmm. Street Fighter stuff. Like, and the thing that I, the thing that's weird about anime is the fan service is what they call it. And it's just weird for no reason sexual views of cartoons. Like, yeah, anime can be like, I had a friend that lived out in Rochester and like, we met up one day to go, I think we went to go see a movie or something like that. I think we were hanging out at his house. He goes, oh, you want to check out? Like they were talking about this anime that they were watching and it was like super weird. I was like, what was that anime you guys were talking about? Oh, you, you want to see it? I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, whatever. Let me just understand. Like, let me show me what you were talking about. And it's this. Anime called Food Wars, apparently. Oh, boy. And the scene that he played me, this girl goes, or this guy goes into a restaurant and orders, like, spaghetti or something like that. And apparently this spaghetti is so good that, like, he starts eating it. And then it goes into, like, this weird, like, you know how they do, like, the weird, like, sequence of, like, what's going on inside someone's mind type deal? Well, all of a sudden, like, the spaghetti is, like, this giant, like, spaghetti person. And, like, the dude who's eating it is either fucking or getting fucked by the spaghetti oh person. God. And I'm just like, what the fuck is yeah, going on? There, there are some very, very – and I – we don't we don't play that game in this house. Like, that's not – I'm like, not my Jesus, cup of tea. Like, holy no, thank fuck, you. Fuck, what's going on? I'm like, I'm done. Yeah, hard, done. hard, no thank you. It's, it's bad enough that, like, every female in anime has, like, triple h boobs that are like and, and whatever a six inch waist a six inch waist like whatever she's wearing is barely covering eight like, foot legs yeah like it's just 
it's bad enough that that's the case. And like and you a can big look old dump truck ass. And like and you can thank you. I was trying to avoid every single piece of what you just said. Thank you for saying it. Um, he said sarcastically because we didn't need to go there. People understood, but that's what it, you have me for. Yeah, that's true. So like, it's bad enough that those are things, but like then all of a sudden there's just like, oh, who is this person? And instead of like new male character gets introduced, image of male character, new female character gets introduced. Slow pan from the ankles up, like, crotch as she's turning to ass to, like, turning back to chest to, like, yeah, like, as it gets to the face, like, pull back so you can see everything again. I'm like, why? It's one of the things I like about Dragon Balls. They don't do that shit. Right. It's just, it's not about that. It's about Goku screaming, yelling, and Vegeta being an egotistical, maniacal asshole. Right. Um, You know, some of the ones I I like, some of the stuff that got me started on anime, like Inuyasha and... um, Eroni Kenshin, both really like one's basically a half demon who's fighting demons. The other one is a former and disgraced samurai who basically killed so many people that he still carries a sword, but it's a reverse bladed sword. So instead of the blade being on the curve, mm-hmm. it's turned around. Okay. And basically what it is is like, he swore after a, like a certain event that they don't tell you until like later on in the show that he would never draw blood with his sword again. Like, so he's still the most skilled swordsman to have ever lived. And he beats people trying to kill him with real swords with a sword that's blunt. He just bonks them. Basically. And like just just whoops the shit out of people. Like o- only when he absolutely has to. Um like none of that stuff, none of that like weird, and like and and this is the stuff that gives like liking and being fans of anime a bad rap, right? Is like it almost seems like a lot of it was written by perverted virgins who have never actually seen boobs. Yeah, and some of it's funny. So I, I just watched, and we'll get and we'll like because we're right around the halfway point here, so sure. we'll we'll get into to your side of things. But like, I just watched Chainsaw Man. Okay. <laughs> which if you have Hulu, you've seen the ad for Chainsaw Man. Probably. Chainsaw Man is basically a kid who, like, I think he's like 15 or 16 years old, who is, he befriended a demon that was a chainsaw dog. Okay. So it was like this little, like, like pug-looking dog that had a chainsaw for a face, essentially. And his whole thing was, like, his dad was in debt to the Yakuza for... Hundreds and hundreds of thousands, almost millions of dollars, and then died. And the Yakuza boss, who he knew since he was a kid, was like, well, sorry, son, but uh, That's the, your debt now. The, the debts of your father fall on you. So this kid barely had a pot to piss and was eating out of the garbage, stuff like that. And he was basically making money by hunting demons for the Yakuza. Because the Yakuza didn't want the demon, didn't want demons around because they were a threat okay. to their power. Right. Essentially, what ends up happening is the Yakuza makes a deal with a demon for more power and then don't need him anymore because eventually he would be hunting him. Right. So they kill him. Episode one, dude dies. His little pet, basically, a demon can be revived in any way, shape, or form by drinking blood. Okay. So they throw the demon dog with the chainsaw face, his dead body, and his dead body, which has been completely dismembered. Into a dump, uh, into a dumpster. Some of his blood leaks into the demon's mouth. The demon comes back to life and gives him his heart. So the dude becomes the demon. Like so, the, like the demon dog okay. sacrifices itself, gives his heart to the to like his friend, who now can have chainsaws coming out of his face and his hands and shit. Oh shit! Like so, he's got like a chainsaw ripcord on his chest. <laughs> And when he pulls it, his head turns into like this, a chainsaw that opens with like jagged teeth with a chainsaw coming out of his face. Chainsaws coming out of both of his arms. And he basically can get the shit whooped out of him and drinks any kind of blood and just comes back. Other demons will look at me like, oh, this is like, I can't eat. Like, oh, this is disgusting. It's half demon blood or oh, I, I don't do demon blood type thing. And this dude's like. I grew up eating trash. I don't care what it is. If it makes me feel better and like heals me, I'm in. Right. And he ends up just being a badass. But one of his biggest things is he just wants to touch boobs. 
Like that that one of his most motivating factors. They're like, if you do what, if you do this job well, and don't fuck off like you did last time, I will give you anything you want. And he's like, I want to touch your boobs, and they're like, what? Like money, food. He's like, I have like, I stay here, which is paid for by the company because he works for like a Demon Slayer core. Then okay, he's like, so I live in this basically company housing. They feed me already. They pay me. Like, like, like car, property, other things. Like, I, I, just, I just want to touch your boobs. So the one girl's like, you help me find this cat and kill this demon. I'll let you touch my boobs, boobs for five seconds. He's like, yes, let's go. And like, hard in the paint, goes, finds the cat, kills the bat demon, and comes back. And he's like, can I touch your boobs now? And like, it's a trope of the show. Right. But when you talk about it, you're like, he's a 15-year-old kid. What fit like 15, 16 year old like what like what 15, 16 year old kid isn't motivated by boobs? I'm mean, like for the most part, right? right? Hey, uh go do this. You can touch big honking boobies. Sold. Done. <laughs> like 15 year old Jaws? Probably. Like sorry, mom. Sorry, dad. <laughs> anyway. 32 year old rotten jack. Sold. <laughs> Fair. Uh, <laughs> uh, this is again. This is there's a reason. There's a disclaimer at the top of the show, and this is this is it. Uh, so what's what's your what's your nerdy obsession right now? Uh it started as just kind of like a light hobby of something that I always kind of wanted to do, and then it really kind of just took off, and it's really just kind of been slightly an obsession i swear it's not a problem though um i can i can stop whenever i want i don't believe you um but dungeons and dragons oh my god i didn't start playing until this past summer and nowadays like if i'm not playing i'm like watching like a twitch stream of people playing or I'm reading some of the books, like reading the adventure books and like the source material, like manuals and stuff. Um, I, it's like I'm in the process of like taking a module that's already been written, like an actual story that's been written and fixing it because there's like a million and one plot holes and like this doesn't make sense. Why would this happen? Like, why would this person say this? Like, okay, like, I want, like, this thing here should be much more of a surprise, but you're going to have insert random NPC that they've never met come tell you that this is what is going on here? Like, no, that should be something that the the people who are playing discover on their own. I'm literally going through an entire adventure right now and revamping it and fixing hmm. it. Yeah, so my guy here, um, <laughs> he got me... <laughs> And I, I don't know if any of the people that we played with listen to this. Matt does. So uh, I apologize if I talk shit about somebody, but I'm probably going to talk shit about people. So uh, Matt <laughs> Matt would be the only one. Okay. Yeah. And who did he play? Uh, the robot. Okay. And me and him, I know who you're going to talk shit about. Me okay. and him do too. Okay. So uh, basically, so Rotten Jack got me to play some D&D. And truth be told, it was fun. Like there were times I enjoyed it. Uh, I do believe that D&D is something that a lot of people would get into more if you play, but you have to play with the right people. Right. And I actually talked about this a little bit this past weekend with Austin. Because, um, like, we, we'd originally talked about doing, like, a campaign yeah. for, like, like basically sitting down doing, like, a long-ass one-day, like, one-shot, essentially, and then breaking it up for episodes. Yeah. And... I'm actually a little glad we didn't do that just because of like the length of things at yeah. times and stuff like that. And like, like one, one combat session can take an hour in its own. Right. And like breaking up the combat into their own episodes with like, without conversational context to them might be tough. And like, there right. would just be a lot to it. Uh, I think that would be something like if we had a full tilt, if we knew we had a full tilt, like D and D fan base might be interesting to do. Right. Especially if it was something we could like do in person and like put on camera, sure. But yeah. I, I just don't know if that's a feasible thing right now. But we, uh, we, we, we sat down to do this one-off called Space Jammer, 
Right, that's Spelljammer. What, Spelljammer. Sorry. And created a character, which, like, I had created one originally for when we were planning on doing that other thing. And I, like, I'd be interested to play with that character once just yeah. to see. But I did this whole Bloodhunter blood hunt, blood thing where I could turn into a werewolf and stuff. I was super excited. Like, my character was basically meant to be essentially, the, like, a witcher. Yeah, exactly. You were and, a witcher that could turn into a werewolf. And that's exactly what the blood hunter was created. It was, right. they, they initially made it for, um, uh, Vin Diesel. Okay. It was something that, uh, a group called critical role came up with. They made it specifically for Vin Diesel because he was playing like the last witch hunter or something like that. Gotcha. In a movie. And they're yeah. like, Hey, that'd be cool. No, that, no, that makes total sense. Kind of, I've uh, seen bits and pieces of like that. subclass to like make. So sure. that's what they, and then they kind of spawned it off into a couple different subclasses off that. So like we, so we dive into this, and we've got a, from what I could tell, a pixie fairy girl thing. I believe she was a tiefling. Sure, I don't know what that means. Uh, like a half demon, basically. Cool. Uh, we had a little robot, which was Matt. Yeah. Uh, shout out Matt, who does who does listen and tune into Comet Debauchery. We um, need to like try to get him on an episode. That would be fun. That would be super fun. That would be fun. Uh, I think he's got the personality for it too, like yeah, having listened absolutely. to him and, and played with him. Um, and then we had so his character was was an automaton, a little robot, yeah, little but, robot, guy. like R two D two with like Alpha 5's voice, yeah, is what I pictured, yeah. Um, and then we had a guy whose character was basically Willie the janitor from The Simpsons. Yeah, I was not happy about that. And like, so here's my first time, right, and. I've got a dude basically playing a Simpsons character, which was frustrating at times because they're uh, I am all for like and I, I like the, uh, you know, the the rule of cool or whatever the hell you call it. Yeah. Um, and we're basically like, if you can think it, you can try it type deal. Yeah. Doesn't mean it'll work, but you can try. And like, I also saw the downfall to that. Yeah. Um, I you know, I, I did see the. Uh, you know, I did see basically the. The, the issues with that with that that comes up and basically like there were times he'd be like oh I'm gonna go mop over here I'm gonna go mop over there and like just wouldn't take the word no for an answer right like there was a point where we were in like some it was like a shop and he's like oh I'm gonna go like mop behind the desk and the storekeeper's like you're not allowed back here well I'm gonna do it anyway no you're not right like you I have to let you back here there's no way back here for you to like okay well I'm gonna try to hop no you are not allowed back there Right. Like, there is a specific reason for that. Like, not get the fuck off. Like, you guys are, like, supposed to, like, deliver a package upstairs. And, like, you're in an elevator. They're like, oh, we want to we wanna open it up. And I'm like, it's, like, a magically sealed box. Oh, we're going we're gonna to try to do that. I'm like, there's cameras. Like, you can't. Like, there's guards. Like, yeah. All because, like, if you would have done it, if I would have let you do I could have let you do it. Right. But you would have been absolutely fucked, and the adventure would have ended right then and there because there was eight like enemies inside this box that were meant to be released in the next big room where you actually had space to fight them. If I would have just released all eight of those things in there, like yeah, they we would have fucking killed you, right? Like, and especially, you know, we were all like like what level one at the time, yeah. So like none of us had really like decent stats at all, and like these things were pretty pretty nasty. And I, even in the big room, I knocked one of the, I knocked one of you, uh, I killed one of you. Yeah. Yeah. I forget who it was, but somebody, I mean, somebody and, went down. Well, and like on multiple occasions during the, like during battle and stuff like that, like, and that was the annoying part was there was no camaraderie. There was no like planning to it. It was just, I'm going to go do this now. Like why? And then the whole, the whole thing about them, like they were like in the bed, and doing that shit and i'm oh, just yeah. like what the fuck is going on like like so we walk into this room and the guy whose room it is is asleep and there's a huge ass room that we can explore we can look at things we can like look for things you know potentially find stuff that may help us later on like we've been yep. looking for certain things like and the one person's like i'm gonna go jump in the bed with the guy that's asleep yeah. and then like and you know and meanwhile the guy who was asleep was like the like 
the head the, of the the head of the like the the Spelljammer Academy, which is basically like Space Military Training Academy. Basically, yeah, for, he was for, like the head of the Space Military Training Academy. Yeah, let's jump into bed with the guy who's your fucking boss, right? On day one, on, like the on end day of one. day you've, one. You've been there for you've been here for three fucking hours. Let's jump in his bed, and like, and then she's try, like trying to seduce him, and I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, and it like it it like that that first one took way too long. Like by the time we were done with that, like I'm, it's like eleven forty five, and I'm like, I have to work in the morning. Yeah. Like, goddamn, guys. And then the next one was a little bit better, but it was still like there was a lot of choppiness to it. There was a lot of like things we didn't need to do that we did, and things we should have done that we didn't. Mm-hmm. And it was just, it was frustrating. It was annoying. Um, you know, and like as a first timer, that was it was a bit of a turnoff at times. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, I would do it again. With, with a different group like, of people. But it would depend on the group of people. Yeah. And, you know, there were things that could have been fun. Like, there were a couple times we played with, like, different people. Like, certain people were missing, and it was a little bit better. Yeah. Um, You know, it wasn't so distracted. The the You know, there was a character. And in talking to Austin about this stuff, too, like, there are times, like, there are characters, and I, I know that you've experienced this, too, where, like, they're, they're literally just the their entire fun of them for playing apparently is just chaos yeah so like the team is trying to do something and they try to un- like do things to undo that just for shits that was my that was my first experience like the first one of the first times i ever played was something like that where like i was being a rogue and i was trying to like sneak around and like do things stealthily and like i picked a lock on the back door of a building so we could use it as an escape for later or an entrance for later. And like one of the other characters came up behind me and like real loudly was like, what you doing? Why are you unlocking that door? Which caught the attention of the people that were inside the building. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? And they, they relocked the door. Right. Like, or like, what the fuck? Like you, you, you go into pickpocket somebody and they call out the fact that you're pickpocketing someone. Right. Just undoing what people are trying to do to make the game fun. Like, and, you know, it, it just, it takes away from us, like, especially when you're, when you have a first timer, like, that's not a great way to get people to play again. Right. Which, w- that really annoyed me. Like, which I would really love to get you to play again with me and just get different, like, obviously Matt, because Matt's not like that. Right. Um, and me and him kind of talk shit when we're, <laughs> of, when of we're actually playing, like, me and him are, like, DMing each other sure. on Discord. Just like what the fuck is going on? Like, uh, I've I've been, and I, I probably shouldn't do it, but like, <laughs> we uh, I have like the soundboard with buttons and stuff that I could just hit, and uh, you know, every once in a while when someone's doing something stupid, I, I'll just hit the like a few moments later. <laughs> gotcha. I accidentally told someone, you know. Uh, uh, like they started like talking, like going off on a fucking tangent or something like that, and I thought I was muted, and I was like, "Oh Jesus, fuck, here we go." <laughs> and then like Matt messaged me, he goes, "Dude, you're not muted." Muted. I'm like, "Oh well, like yeah. whatever, whatever." Like at that point, yeah, fuck. Um, you know, and, and it, I was I was impressed playing. So like the different mediums, like using Discord for voice chatting and stuff yeah. like that. Um, you know the. The th- like the dice thing where you can roll your dice and shit like that yep. and like do it all on the computer, a computer like, yeah. and like how you can up your character right out through that same platform yep. and stuff like that and you know then then you know for my man diving into his nerdy obsession he looks at me he's like want to see the maps I made and he sends me a picture of three different maps that he created for like some uh, uh, that was that was only three of like the fifteen that I made. Yeah, like, I'm so I I sit here. I try to get my guy to make stuff and do things for our social media accounts. Has time to make fifteen fucking maps for D and D. Doesn't have time to make posts for social media for me. I can, but it's a different medium. I don't know how to use Photoshop to like do shit to you make stuff for. You don't have to use Photoshop. I can send you two or three different apps that are free. You could like you've made memes before, dude. Like this is true. You know how to do these things. Do them. Like, take five seconds away from one of your 15 fucking maps and post shit on social media for us. Yeah. God so, damn. So, like, that's, that's, like, the biggest thing. Like, I've, I've, like, I've gone off the fucking deep end with this D&D shit. Yeah, like, very much so. Um, there are so many books out there, and my goal is to own every single one of them. 
Yeah, my man asked for 40 books for Christmas. Well, no, I didn't ask for 40 books. Yes, you did. My mom was like, what do you want for Christmas? And I was like, well, shit. Here's a list of every fucking D&D book that exists. Like, like the main core stuff. I was like, I crossed off all the ones that I already had, which was like six or seven of them. And I was like, literally anything on this list that's not crossed off is good. Right. Thinking, you know, I'd get, you know, maybe one or two. No, they bought me ten of them. And I'm like, oh, shit. Okay. No, so this is mom and dad's fault. Yeah. 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 And I still haven't even read through all of them. But they're so good. So good. D&D very much feels like one of those things that, like, it is one, it is 100% a thing that people do get obsessed with. Um, I know a lot of people that got into it, like, <coughs> excuse me, over COVID. Yeah. And, like, during that time over COVID, they, like, like started, like, lengthy, lengthy campaigns. Mm-hmm. And, like, again, Austin, a perfect example. He got into it with uh, with some of our other friends from uh, from Fredonia. Mm-hmm. And diving in, like, six, like, they had, like, six, seven people playing, I think. Like, so six people in a DM, I think it was. So, yeah. like, in a something that was meant for four. So, like, if a couple people couldn't make it for whatever, it didn't kill... Like, because right. we obviously ran into that with yeah. with Spelljammer, but um, you know, one one person can't make it now. Like, oh, I hope everybody else is good today, and one other person falls off, and like, oh, well, fucking one person in a DM doesn't really work, right? But um, you know, it just it it definitely a thing with if you have the time for could be a lot of fun, yeah. And you know, like we Austin and I were talking about, it, and he was like, you know, I I did the same thing that I do with video game characters. You know, when I have a an open world, like Elder Scrolls type thing, sure, I just try to make my character as OP as possible because I don't want it to be a thing where I run into something that I can't handle, right? And I'm like, that's not fun for me. Like, why are you playing the game if the game is? I want the game to be easy because I'm because my character is so powerful, right? Like, I would rather just play as a I type want, of character. I want there to be like. I'm level enough that things are difficult, but I also want death to be on the table for my character. Right. Which I almost fucking, I did die, technically. <laughs> technically. So I, uh, I, I've i tried DMing a couple of times. I'm still getting the, the hang of that. Like, the Spelljammer thing was my first time trying to DM. So that's why I was a little bit rocky and stuff like that. Which happens. Like, I'd never tried to do it before. So, like, I didn't really know what I was doing and how to, like, handle certain situations. But um, the the one campaign that I'm playing in, like, we just finished a dungeon crawl. And our DM gave us a a, a box that we I found in a treasure chest. Like, I unlocked the chest and there was this, like, cool-looking box on the inside. So, when we finished the dungeon crawl... And we finally got outside. We're like, all right, we're gonna take we're gonna take a rest to heal up and stuff because we got our asses handed to us in this fucking dungeon. Right. So <laughs> I was lucky. I was at full health. Somehow I was at full health, and uh, I get out there. I'm like, all right, well, you know, while we're doing this rest, like, I just want to like take take some time and you know look at this box and stuff. Like, I'm the rogue. Right. Like, Stealing things and breaking into shit is my what, gig. Yeah, that's what you do. Um, he's like, okay, well, so you spent about an hour, you know, uh, looking at the box and studying it. And he's like, all right, make me a uh, investigation check. And I did it. He's like, okay, make me a, a wisdom saving throw. And I'm like, oh, no. Rut-row. <laughs> and, of course, I rolled the nat one. Of course. He's which, for like, those playing the home game, is just you rolled a one, which is the worst thing you can roll. Yeah. Which means you fail. Absolutely fail. And he's just like, oh, no. And then he rolls damage for the damage that I took because of that bad roll. <laughs> and he's like, what's your hit point maximum? I'm like, 31. He goes, you take 54 points of psychic damage. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get, you little jerk. Which, 
tech, it didn't instant kill me. I was seven points away from like instant permanent, like they cannot revive me death. Because the way it works is if you, if your total goes negative to the point of your. Right. So if you like, say you have if I 31 and you like ended up at negative 31, 31 that's, just, that's instant it, permanent death like infinite not death. death not coming back absolutely no way possible to come back i was seven hit points away oh jesus come to find out i talked to him after the fact because like after it happened i realized exactly what that box was because i had literally just read about it gotcha something that i was like why the fuck <laughs> would you give that to me because number one we're only level four right you had to you had to make a you had to make a investigation 30 check which even with all the bonuses that i have even if i roll the natural 20 i still with my bonuses would not have reached a 30 to open right. the box and then it was like a wisdom like 18 it was like an 18 wisdom saving throw which i could have done right but it like would have been needed a big one type thing yeah and I'm like, why the fuck would you give that box to us at level four? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, and like, and and that's the stuff that's fun about it is like, you know, the stuff you don't know that you don't know or that you don't right. know that you do know, but you didn't know because you didn't know. Right, and um, now, like, I'm, I'm sitting there, I'm laughing my fucking ass off because I'm like, of course, like, this is the way a rogue is supposed to go out. They fucked around with a box. Fucked around, found and out. And they found out yeah. real bad. Now, I'm sitting here laughing my fucking ass off about this. I'm like, well... Good thing I have like three other characters like dialed up, ready to go. I just got to roll stats for them, right? Just in case you know this character does end up dying. And I'm just like, luckily, one of the other people in the group like had like one spell slot left that they were able to like cure me and like stabilize <laughs> me. And but I was like, oh my god, like this is fucking. Of course, like of course, this was. Yeah, of course, absolutely. The uh, the the fun part is. And this is where we'll wrap up. This is a story from uh, my conversation with Austin about this stuff. Uh, there was somebody in uh, their one group that was just being an asshole. And, you know, they, uh, you know, just that like, hey, why are you pickpocketing that person? Hey, why are you picking that lock? Hey, why are you doing like pointing out what people are doing? And like, I had that happen to me. Yeah. And I, just like, I just, was, just torpedoing what the group to was doing. I was trying to someone and one of the other people that was like, like in conversation with the person, I like walked around and tried to like pickpocket him while they're distracted. He like, I see what he's doing and I slap his hand. I'm like, <sighs> right. Seriously. Which like we, I mean, we, and we talked about that, like alongside the whole, like calling out, you pick, you know, trying to pick a lock or whatever. Like, are you trying to pick a lock to, to like sneak in and look and somebody and just kicks, kicks the door the, down? I, I kicked the door down while he's trying to pick the lock. Fucking what? Yeah. Like, so somebody was doing that type of shit and, so the the girl, the one girl in this group, like, okay, you want to be a dick? I'll be a dick too. So she had she had it basically set up that like, and she talked to the DM about it that she, I don't know if she was like a necromancer or like whatever it was. She like had control of something where anytime they would go for a long rest, she basically would like they would roll, like she would roll to send like an animal. To wake him up halfway through the long rest, so he never got a full long rest, so his stats never reset. <laughs> so every time, like she's like, "You want to be a fucking asshole? Like I'll stop doing this when you stop fucking with our campaign." Like right, and it was just like kind of a like a you know the game policing the game kind of thing. Right. Like she, like, and I was just, like, like, it was two really funny. That I really don't like it's people who do that and like murder hobos, which sometimes being a murder hobo can be fun at times, but like. It's it's very rare. Like there's certain occasions where like, okay, yeah, we like we're just gonna take out this entire town because this entire town is like part of this cult. Right. And you know what? We're better off just burning this entire town to the fucking ground than anything else. But then like you get like some people that are just like, Oh, I'm just gonna kill absolute random NPC characters like the shopkeeper. Right. Like Oh, I didn't like something that the shopkeeper said. I'm going to sneak in and I'm going to slit his throat. Okay, well, now the whole fucking town is against us. Right. Like, we're supposed to be the heroes here. Like, why are you killing, like, the fucking shopkeeper? 
Right. And like, and that's just people like chaos for the sake of chaos. Like those, right. those are the type of people who would probably never do something like that in real life. But because like, again, it's a video game or it's a, uh, I'd, what, what, what the hell is D and D called? Like an uh, MMRP or uh, t- like a tabletop role playing game. Yeah. So like, you know, like you'd never do that in real life, but like, because you can, cause there's no actual repercussions. Like, yeah, right. fuck it. I'm just going to do this. Like, but yeah. So that was a fun uh, deep dive down into many, many forms of nerddom and stuff like that. Um, that this was actually a really good, like, off-the-cuff topic. I, yeah. pretty, I I like this one. I figured, like, this was something that, like, you don't have to plan for this because it's like, what's your current nerdy obsession? Yeah, like, just stuff. Just, you, just talk about it. Yeah, stuff you can stuff you can just talk about. So uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Common Debauchery, part of the BICBP radio network, www.bicbp-radio.com. Follow us on Instagram at Common Debauchery or on Facebook, Common Debauchery. Type it in. We'll, you'll find us. Uh, we promise we kind of designed it that way. Uh, I am t- I'm, I'm not bringing a ton of... Uh, like record, I'm not bringing recording stuff with me, sure. but I will have my computer and stuff, so we'll be able to zoom next week, uh, yeah, one cool. night. Uh, so we'll be able to do an episode. We won't miss one because I'm out of town, but um, yeah, it'll be fun. We'll we'll be back to it. We'll plan something. I don't know. By then, we'll probably have a, a new a new fan dual draft thing we can do. We just got to sure. figure out what it's going to be, yeah. and then uh, you know we'll be back with more uh, more common debauchery stuff once I'm back from Florida. Have fun. Yeah, it's going to be hot, like 90 on Saturday. Is it really? Yep. Oh, shit. Yeah, so uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. And as always, I'm the Nightmare. And I'm Ron Jack. And this has been Common Common Debauchery. Debauchery. It's so much better when we're in person. I know.